Why, hello everyone. I'm Ashley. Hey, what's good, y'all? I'm Elston. And welcome to our podcast, Speaking Our Language. We are back and so happy to be here. So, Elston, let's just get into it. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I feel like everybody who listens is going to probably just answer before me like, I'm chilling. But no, I really am chilling. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, there's not much to really do. I've been, you know, going for my runs and stuff. And other than that, Ooh, what are your times to looking like? Ooh, yikes. Let me get back to y'all next week. <laughs> nah, um, I was doing pretty good. Like, I was running, I was running like, low key. Cause I run from my house to, like, Prospect Park. It's about a mile. So, I was, you know, I was clocking, like, seven and a half, eight-ish. Ooh, so, got some speed on him. I was trying to move. I was, I was gassed. I was like... Dying. I was dying. I was dying. But that's pretty much it for me. On to you. I know you're mad hyped to, you know, come back to Brooklyn and revamp your whole apartment and stuff. Like, Ash is very, very, very passionate about interior decorating. So, Ash, tell them about the new finds and the new cops you're about to add to the apartment. Yes. So, I actually come back tomorrow-ish morning and with my mom and definitely going to, like, you know, self-quarantine, but definitely have to get some groceries get some like pieces and one thing that i was i was trying to order all my damn stuff but ikea wanted to be out of this like cabinet that i saw like this um like interior design like influencer had and it was like really dope and it was really minimal but like very like earthy like neutral color like wood and stuff so i was trying to order it they said it wasn't gonna come or be back in stock until mid-september and i was like okay i don't got all day for that so like let me you know let me cruise on over to facebook marketplace and facebook marketplace you know and craigslist are high key one of my my two favorite things to like look for pieces and stuff and also don't go by yourself not don't ever do that but after searching for like 30 minutes and like looking at all these different things someone had it and um they're only charging 50 for like that and the attached bookshelf which i'm going to take off but like that's cheaper than what i would have paid for it so i'm like yes 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 so hopefully she said it's still available so hopefully i can pick it up tomorrow or thursday so yes your girl is happy you know her interior design dreams are coming to fruition and you know i couldn't be more happy but that's enough about me let's talk about this episode so elston what are we talking about this week this week on speaking our language elston and ashley discuss self-sabotage and find ways to overcome such hogwash elston sir i'm sorry wait wait what was that (laughs) wait what you didn't like that that was my um narrator voice like you know like love island i've never seen it but i I know when i wasn't ready i wasn't ready sir (laughs) (laughs) gotta keep you on your toes stay ready stay ready yeah that's true um, (laughs) but let's let's hop into this episode let's 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 start chopping it up so what elston said was correct we will be talking about self-sabotage self-sabotage and honestly a plethora of other things that come with that this is definitely gonna be more like of a free-flowing conversation and kind of just seeing what we want to talk what feels right to say and yeah just so tune in get excited sit down get your cup of tea wine a shot whatever floats your boat maybe water just so you stay hydrated well, let me just be the first one to start off with my self-sabotaging ways y'all already know i'm a perfectionist 
But then I also realized like that leads me to like want to have control over a lot of things. Now, this is going to be twisted, but stick with me. And don't judge. I don't judge. Because I like to be in control, I don't like rejection because like that's not I didn't I can't control that. So then I'll find like subconsciously, I'll find some ways like self-sabotage things that I actually do want. Just in case if it doesn't happen, I know that I still was like in control in a way. So that's how my self-sabotage works. And then I was like, because you're afraid of rejection, you allowed yourself to get in your own way. And yeah, that's how mine's works. <laughs> I feel that so much. The fact that I was afraid of rejection led to me getting in my own way or missing out on my own blessing like dang it's really sad how much we have allowed the fear of rejection the fear of disappointment to navigate and control the way in which we live our lives like it's not healthy and I know for myself I use self-sabotage as a defense mechanism to either of try to alleviate potential disappointment or sadness or whatever and what I'm left with is like being back at square one not living in the moment not going with what feels right even if it's the unknown and it's just like I'm trying to live by a book and there's no book on how to live and be you just have to do it okay Ash so everything you said let me ask you the question that we talked about before is it hard for you to accept compliments? Like if someone gives you a compliment, do you readily believe them or do you just try to just do too much? <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I have a very hard time accepting compliments, like very hard time. I just find it not very hard, but like one, I usually don't, I feel like people just be saying stuff to say stuff. Honestly, I think I just have a problem with accepting positive why that's a great question why do i accept negative or i don't want to accept positive like for instance he was like ash you have a great speaking voice like it's so warm and soothing <laughs> and relaxing it is a perfect podcast voice like what's your outward response but like, what's also your inward response my outward <laughs> response is oh thanks um thanks <laughs> that's what i say to people i've gotten better but then i also like to deflect with like a compliment so like for instance elson has said that to me like oh you have a really nice podcast voice i'm like ah, it's all right um you have a good voice too like it's easier for me to flip a compliment onto someone else than to fully accept and I'm like, a compliment i listen to the podcast every week your voices <laughs> like thank you i appreciate that but it's about you <laughs> it's about you <laughs> I know it's it's hard it's hard for one I guess for me to accept that people see me in like such a positive light or like in a like beautiful light I don't know why I gotta really think about the why but yeah it's just a very hard space or a space that I'm still navigating and learning how to we all do we all do so that's how I feel I do the same thing too like you do you do Especially when it comes to his singing. I like, okay. Yikes, yikes, please, please, no. Look, no, look no. at him right now. But, look at him right now. <laughs> when it comes to singing or writing <laughs> or like anything that involves his creative abilities, he gets, again, like I do, we both get very uncomfortable. How do you feel when people give you compliments? It's weird because it's like, I guess like one of my love languages are I do like words of affirmation, but 
if someone gives me a compliment or something like that, I'm quick to be like, stop, don't do that. Like, don't, let's not do this. I mean, I say thank you, of course, but I'm just very mm-hmm. like quick to kind of mm-hmm. like shut it down before it gets too like, you know what I'm saying? Like before it gets like too much. So I'd just be like, ah, and they'd be like, no. And I'm like, no, don't do this. It's okay. Well, I do appreciate it. I do definitely like it. I think it's, you know, that is like a mild form of self-sabotage. Like thankfully I'm not like, you know, the Helga Hey Arnold type. But no, I do think it's a form of self-sabotage. And it. And I wanted to ask you, because Elston is like the king of giving compliments and hyping people up. And I wanted to know, what does giving compliments do for <laughs> you versus, you know, being open to receiving them when they come? I I just like to see people like happy and confident. I, I feel like that's something that I just really enjoy. I like to like empower other people. I think that moment when people like feel good about themselves is really really dope and beautiful so i feel like that could also be like low-key why i wanted to be a dentist as well i feel like helping people with their smiles is definitely a a big thing like it enhances their confidence and enhances like how they feel about themselves how they view themselves and like that will influence you know the way that they walk and talk and just do them so i think that's why it's hype people up and, and, and it's fun like okay. i like being loud and it gives me a reason to be loud like, i get it you know what i'm saying because my friends i to hype them up like when they're like <laughs> I'm like, you know, you deserve more credit. Like, people need to know that you're doing this. Like, this is dope. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna hype you. I'll hype them up. I have no problem doing that. When it's done to me, it's like I'm such a reserved person. It's like, no, 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 no. I. Th- <sighs> so, for instance, like if I'm singing, dancing, something that is like creative, I don't mind. Like that's why I feel like I'm warranted attention. But like, I really don't like like my close friends know birthdays are not my forte. Like, I'll be standing there very awkward and people are singing happy birthday to me. And I'm like, this is so cringe to me. I don't want this attention. Exactly. The extra attention, the extra love that people be trying to pour into me. I'd be like, no, no, because it's just so weird. And like, because I still very uncomfortable for me. So totally agree with you on that. But at the same time, I also agree with you on the fact that when I am pouring into other people, I just find so much peace and happiness in uplifting someone and restoring like that light back into their lives if it was dimming or you know falling a little bit so i feel like now it's on me to reach a new level of comfort within myself to wholeheartedly embrace you know compliments or words of positive words of affirmation that come my way and with all that being said that leads me to my next question for you elston which is what is your most common form of self-sabotage? I think my most common like form of self-sabotage is being like self-sacrificing to the point where it affects me. And I think that goes back to like why I'm able to like I think give so much cuz I always feel like I'm going to be good. Like I got me like I I could I'm always like I could figure this out or I think we talked about it in another podcast. I'll make it work. I always have that mindset like okay like if I can, I can handle mine. So it's no problem, like putting people for myself. But it's like I have to also realize, like I'm a person, I'm human. Like that's not always the case. There's sometimes when like it's not selfish to focus on yourself first. Mm-hmm. And I had to start to learn that. So I think there's been times where I've put other people over myself, over my well being. Like yo, I can focus on me later. Right now, it's this person that I try to like really devote myself completely, or I like, really, ooh yikes, that sounds real August Alcina ish. <laughs> but I try to really like commit and really like 
Sorry, that's a bad joke. Sorry, but it's, it just gave me that. And yo, I rock with his music. Like, nah, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Like, I'm a fan. It just took me back to like that Angela Yee conversation. I'm like, woo, no, 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 no. I'm using a different choice of words. But no, nah, I, I really try to like do everything to the best of my ability. So I think that's when it starts to be like, like I, I, I just go to like, I'll go to. I'll go above and beyond. Some people are like, you don't have to do that. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So I, I can't say that either. Like, I do have good friends who are just like, they'll tell me like, eh, you don't think you should scale back a little bit? Like, you don't think you should do this? So I can't say I don't have people who will tell me like when I'm doing too much. But it's still like that perfectionist in me that's like, nah, I have to do it and I have to do it this way. And I don't really care what I have to sacrifice to get to that because like I know the, I know the end product will be the, the best that it could possibly be. Or on the opposite again, like the rejection part where I feel like, there's something I want or maybe a relationship I want something. And I'm like, ah, I'm nervous. I don't know how to do this. And I think that, I think that happens unintentionally. I just like end up falling in my own way. I'll definitely like be in my mind too much. Like my OB was like, you think you're thinking too much about this. Like you can't be in your mind so much. So I feel like overthinking then like gives me the energy to. I feel that. Self sabotage, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you start thinking about assuming people's intentions, you start just creating this vacuum of thoughts in your own head that could or could not be the case. Sometimes you gotta just like do that. So, you know. But I would like to pose the same question to you. <laughs> no, I totally feel you. When I tell you overthinking has taken over my life, I'm telling you again, it's taking over my life. And it is something that a lot of people actually deal with that we don't always talk about, but it has so much power in the way in which we move in life, in the ways in which we interact with people or make decisions. So for me, if we're going to be vulnerable, I mean, might as well shoot might as well. At this point, we don't have five episodes. Overthinking has, I think, not say stripped my joy, but has pushed me further away from being present and enjoying things as they come i'm always thinking of like okay what should i be doing next or what's my next move or you know the past and it's like ashley you're here right now this is making you happy right now why can't you just be here right now and like why are you casting assumptions on what that person may be feeling or thinking why aren't you just going off of what is presented to you here not saying that you know if people's playing games or whatever whatever that you shouldn't look into it or make assumptions but on innocent harmless people not always harmless not always innocent but people like that occasionally it's not always fair to give to make assumptions and to try to make protect yourself by painting them as a bad guy when it's like that could be your blessing from god but you were overthinking it and just trying to solve everything and trying to play god that you missed out on a good opportunity that could have taken you to the next step in your career your relationship your own spirituality your whatever it is so overthinking devil you know i hope this is making sense Elson isn't making sense. Don't second guess. Like right now, this is self sabotage. Or it's is it doubt? More doubt, or like, I think it's more doubt than self sabotage. Mm. What part does doubt play in self sabotage? A great, a great question for you to answer. (laughs) A great question for you to answer now. Elson, you're just gonna have me talk all day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but um, 
doubt plays a big role in self-sabotage even putting into the universe something negative just to protect yourself so saying oh i'm ah i may not get in and just hoping like looking at the glass half empty i feel like it's self-sabotage which is something no, i facts. do not get you. um very well and i think that has to do with doubt and like my inability to have control over a situation and that can be specifically in relationships you know me not being able to know how that person feels or what they want leads to me having doubt which is then leads to self-sabotage of me you know turning off my emotions or you know like pushing people away um to avoid them hurting me even though they may not have hurt me and i hurt myself in maybe a more minuscule way but you know like to try and like compensate for like a bigger hurt i guess you know or i'm putting into the universe and negative things and doubt and fear and then i'm sometimes surprised like i self-sabotage myself and then i'm mad that i self-sabotage myself and it's like girl what you put out is like what you'll receive and i think that goes with you know embracing and acknowledging my emotions my thoughts and what i want and being comfortable and confident and like secure in what i want because honestly self-sabotage is doubt and insecurity we have an insecurity that just is festering and we will do anything we can to suppress it more than like fix it you know what i'm saying self-sabotage is like we know we have a problem but (laughs) (laughs) oh i was gonna say to your point just like it's also about um like making yourself little or like making yourself palatable you know because like people definitely project their own insecurities and stuff to you too like i'm not gonna hold you i was looking at freshman year pictures of me and i was like dang i missed that guy from freshman year when i started college because like i was like free i was doing whatever i when i say doing whatever i wanted i was you couldn't tell me what i could and could not do because i was going to tell you i could do it all that's probably you know that new york brooklyn energy like i'm gonna just do what i want to do but college sometimes is like when people start putting all these things onto you. Oh, you should do this. You should do this. I can see you as this. Oh, you change your major too much. You change your career too much. Like it's just so many things. You're hearing so many voices from me, and like, that was like the hard part. I think going through with college sometimes, like freshman year, I felt like I was very like very not like stoic, but I knew what I wanted and what I didn't want, and I was kind of free on that. Like I was kind of flowing on that. I was just doing me, like, <laughs> unbeknownst, like, whoever was saying whatever, thinking whatever. I was like, okay, I'm doing me. I like this topic. I like this topic, subject. I'm going to do this. I also want to get do a little bit of this. I think over time, you start to become aware of how people view you and see you. And then you try to, like, do actions and try to keep up with others' perceptions of you. And I, I kind of miss, I want to go back to that. I was like, okay, bro, you have to go back to that kind of, like, courageous state, vulnerable state. It's like, all right, cool continue to just do you regardless of like what people think and you know take up space as you, you tell me friends tell me take up space mm-hmm. claim um, your space your voice matters you know you know all the, all the great stuff but to really really internalize that to really like no it's not just a saying but like nah you really if you feel like you have something to say don't worry about who's gonna scoff roll their eyes whatever the case is get your stuff off your chest mm-hmm. and make sure you're doing what you need to do for yourself i think you know i think that's the so, way yeah. to end self-sabotage is like stop waiting for everyone else this is this is a word that i'm saying to myself ash stop waiting for other people to tell you like how you should move or how they want you to appear in their life and just do what you want to do for you and you know 
let go of doubt of things working or not working and the desire to freaking be in control all the time and just let life happen and just be honest with yourself and be honest with people around you don't hold back and the sky's the limit honey so that's my message to myself (laughs) and whoever else may need it no I, i love that i think another point what you were saying too is like when we're doubtful and we self-sabotage, it makes it easier to cope with failure because it's like, well, mm-hmm. I knew that was always an option. And you, you sometimes you make the negative option more plausible than or more probable than like it. the, oof, okay now, talk to the people. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes you're like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get this. Or you like, you know, you start you start playing out in your mind so that if it, doesn't, if it happens, you can feel that way. And also sometimes we're not as vulnerable too. Like, you know, sometimes we hold back from friends and family members. Like, of course, everyone likes to move in silence and, you know, be private and stuff. But sometimes even the people and the information that we want to share, we want to share our dreams and our goals with certain people. We, we, we keep it from them just in case we fail. It's like, ah, I don't have to go through the embarrassment or the mm-hmm. shame or the guilt to be like, because it's something I really wanted, I didn't get it. You don't have to like express that. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to go through that hurt of like, no, I actually did not get something that I really wanted. And sometimes too, like I can, I know from my own past, I used to downplay my emotions. Like, uh, I don't really care about that that much. And my friend's like, but you do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. me out. Like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, cool. I care. What? Now what? And it's like, okay. It's like, that wasn't for me. That was for you. Like, you have to understand that you care about this. Because like, if you act mm-hmm. like you don't care about something you do, then like no one's going to have sympathy and pity for you, like that's kind of, I realize that's just childish. If you like something, you like something. If, if you want something, it's okay to say that. And if people don't make a, a safe enough space for you to be vulnerable and to like have the courage to say, okay, I want this. And when things don't turn out that way, to, you know, I still comfort you and make you feel weird about that. Then it's like, maybe you got to find new friends and a new space, yeah. new environment to, to kind of thrive in. No, what you were saying about, you know, people easily saying like, oh, I don't care about this. Um, I feel like people, a lot of people, prefer to be like emotionally detached from things like it's easier to not become emotionally invested in people situations than it is and to have to acknowledge how you're feeling about different things it's easier to just detach yourself and you know not acknowledge what it is that you need and I feel like there's an opportunity to understand that language that your language has power and that you can um improve by you know reassuring yourself and reassuring what how you feel regardless of the space you're taking up take up the space you need stop it takes so much more energy to accommodate other people than it is to be blunt and honest about what you need and what you want okay so i guess with that said i want to play a little game because you have to be okay with embarrassment and like regret and all that kind of stuff and gracefully taking the embarrassment because it's humbling sometimes so i want to play a little bit of would you rather so (laughs) ash (laughs) would you rather get caught practicing how to twerk lord wait wait wait, what wait you have a whole listen stay ready so you don't have to get ready okay would you rather get caught practicing how to twerk or (laughs) get caught talking to yourself in the mirror (laughs) hmm One, because the thing is, <laughs> I feel like it's have I both of these have happened to me on <laughs> different occasions. So I would say I can <laughs> spend. <laughs> you 
know, because you have to one freshen up your skills. You know, with practicing how to twerk. So that's what the good go-to answer is. I gotta okay. freshen up my skills. And then when it comes to talking in the mirror, the facts because you gotta you got that's exactly yeah. You gotta you gotta know the songs that's hot that's hot right now. You gotta get the rhythms. You gotta exactly. hit the ones and you the twos. You know same, when to speed up, slow down. Movements. You gotta to you gotta know your music. You know exactly. You gotta you gotta know your beats, music. Right? It's definitely it's definitely a skill. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's artistry. You gotta know your music. You gotta know it. <laughs> so there's that one. But honestly, I would say I would rather get caught talking in the mirror because okay. I do that often. Yes, so that I, would... I would hope so. <laughs> okay, Elston. So since you just want to come out with these willy willy nilly games. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather accidentally like your crush's Instagram photos from 36 weeks ago or have one of your draft tweets just oh, be posted oh, Lord. and you couldn't pick which one? Yikes. I don't really necessarily have like, ooh, nah, I'm going to go with the Instagram one. Just because I have done it before, and I was like, "Ooh, this is really bad." Like we're we're not even thirty six weeks. Like we're like years like now, and I'm like, "This is not good." So I was like, "Um," I panicked for like a second and a half. Then I'm like, "Okay, you have to figure out something to do." So what I do is like, what I did was I I unliked it, and then just went to a more recent picture and like that. So it's like, hopefully, if you get a notification, it'll just seem like I just liked a very recent photo rather than like liking one from the past. Now I don't know if that necessarily worked. I would like to think it works because it like it would help out my own, you know, self esteem and stuff. But I feel like that's um, reasonable. That's just what I did. I was like, yikes, and I had to figure it out real quick because like that's breast yeah. mad, that's I mad mean, weird. Your like, your ability to think that quickly past, is like, great because uh, I for surely would have just been like shit, shit. I'm like <laughs> and hope that they don't see any notification and that it was an error. <laughs> crying, crying. Right. Okay, what else you got? Oh, would you rather say I love you first or say I love you and not mean it? That's a good one. That is a good one. I just came up with that off the cuff. That's well, a good I thought one. That's actually an easy. Oh, I mean, uh, I guess, unless honestly, you. I mean, I personally have never said I love you first. That's um, a, honestly, yeah, that's, that's a that's every white narrative. I'm like, somebody got to say I love you first. Everybody like. I never really said I love you I, first. <laughs> it's usually the guy for me in my situation. Like, guy will say it first before I will. Um, but, I mean, mm, I mean, I feel like we've all said I love you to people, acquaintances. Like, it just will come out and just be like, you know. But, like, to intentionally be like, I love you and I don't mean it. And, it's like, hurt someone's feelings. I'll say I love you first. That's what I'll pick. Acquaintances? You, now, you know good and well, we are not talking about no acquaintances. <laughs> okay, then I'll say it first. No, I, no, 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 no. You have no problem saying it first? Uh, yeah. I'd rather say it first than to say it and not mean it. If I feel something, this is, we just were That's talking real. about being better and not self-sabotaging. So, Ashley, if we're going to walk in claiming how we feel about things, Woo. then, girl, you better claim it. Claim how you feel in. It's okay. So Wow. <laughs> it's it's your ability to take something and reroute it back into the theme for me. That's what it is. For me, <laughs> that's what it is. Like Your ability to do that. That, that, was, that was I good. see what you did there. <laughs> okay. That's my question. I'm ready for, I'm ready for one. Okay. Okay. Okay, this is the one that I feel like I always ask people, and it's a good one. Would you rather be loved 
or would you rather like give love? I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too technical, but it depends on the definition of love. But <laughs> if I had to choose, you know what, Elston? Let me find a new question because he finna get all. No, 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 no. Oh, if I had to choose, yourself. I would say, I would say, I would rather give love because I feel like if I'm able to give it, hopefully I would have enough for myself. But just because you get love doesn't mean that you necessarily love yourself. Look at him being all deep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just try, I was trying to think through these things like what I really want. But I'm like, nah, if I love somebody, if, if, I, if I'm able to give love, hopefully that means I'm coming from a place of abundance. If I'm like, you know, expecting the love, I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't really say but much about people, my ability to give. And I, I'd rather be able to give. How many people give what they don't even give themselves? Hmm. That's a good question. But then it's like, are you truly giving love to them? Or is it easier to give love to other people and not yourself? Mm. That's true. So and also questions. sometimes, <laughs> are you giving love just to expect love in return? Mm. Because if that's what you're doing, then it's like, is it really love? Mm. Is love transactional? So mm. many questions. Hey, another episode, I guess. Wow. We just... <laughs> We got so many damn episode ideas. Y'all must love us, okay? Elson, you got another one? Or are we just going to do two each? Okay, this is a really weird question, but intriguing. Actually, okay, I'm going to ask it, but this is not really embarrassing. I'm just going to ask it for the sake of asking it. Would you rather have to kiss every person you meet or never kiss your partner again? Uh, hmm... I think I would kiss every person I meet because I can kiss them on the cheek. So it's fine. Oh, I like the way you're thinking these things out. Because <laughs> then I'm like, then I have, yeah, never kissing my part, like my significant other again. That's, yeah, I can't live that life. That's not for me. Hmm. I'm on the brink of a good question. I'm getting innovative here. Give me one second. <laughs> Oh, you have another one to ask? No, this is just no, this is just an embarrassing one. But I got one that's culturally competent. Would you rather wear a bad twist out on the first date, or would you rather pay for the first date? I'll pay for the first date. I don't mind. You pay (laughs) rather than have a bad twist out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pay. It's fine. Be like, you got me next time. You got me next time. What if the date's bad though? What if it's not Mm -hmm. a good? What if it's not a good date? Then, I mean, I guess I pay for my own meal and I treated someone who needed it, you know? <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. And that your was really duffel aggressive. heard you. Heard you. Just kidding. That was really aggressive. Um, oh, crying. Nah. Twist outs, twist outs are... <laughs> twist outs got it. They're hard sometimes to achieve. But once you get the formula... Yeah, you, you got, got the have recipe. a lot of patience, too. Okay, Elson, over here asking me a whole bunch of questions as if there's not a back and forth, like process to these questions but that's fine let me ask a question would you rather be in history books for something terrible or be forgotten completely after you pass away so morbid no i'm just kidding um (laughs) sorry i thought it was interesting it is interesting i'm just like it's making me think uh how 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 bad like michael jackson bad or i'm just kidding but <laughs> like i don't want to be in the i don't want to be in history books for something egregious like nothing crazy but if it's like it depends on perspective maybe because like people don't always feel like you got remembered for something like they're always gonna find fault with something you did possibly but then it's also like what's the need to be remembered 
because like mm-hmm. what are we living for mm-hmm. this is a really ex- existential question i guess mm. i he just got really poetic stop, you see stop, how his stop. voice changed right there i guess I, i'd rather be <laughs> forgotten like, i'd rather just be forgotten <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want to be in history mm-hmm. books for that okay keep my integrity a little okay. bit okay my riches is stored up in heaven i'm just kidding i, I respect that <laughs> i respect that um yeah you're a clown okay i mean do i need to ask you another yeah, one if you or? have it in the queue then go ahead oh my god I don't know. if not we could just we can definitely slide over we can slide over because i don't got a question but maybe before the episode ends i'll have one more to like seal a deal but till then i ain't got nothing i bet so you know what time it is it's time for the music let's just Start from a couple weeks back. So, Summer and Snowdrops. I love, 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 love Summer. I, the EP was my favorite. I'll say that. The EP was my favorite. The first song was Fire. Anytime you hear acoustic strings, you know Summer's about to get off. But other than that, other songs was like, it was cool to me on my first listen. Um, you know, I hate that thing now. We go on Twitter, you see people like liking songs. You listen to it again, you're like, oh, it's kind of growing on me. It's like... Uh, all right, it's growing on me. So, like, Deeper is kind of growing on me. SWV is kind of growing on me. But my first listen, yeah, Letting Go was the song that really stood out to me. In Snow's case, Snow's song was, it was calm to me. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, anything to really write home about. It was, like, it's cool. I love her music, but I think this, like, this one is just, it just didn't hit me the way her music usually hits. Same. You know, and I guess in the same van, you got Leon LaHavas, who just dropped an album is fire. If you like Color Studio, go check out the version of Bittersweet. That's fire. In terms of like the up track, like some sort of summer type vibes, you already have Blast, Slip and Slide. As you want to play. You should know by now. Hey, yeah. yeah. you have a nigga You gonna have me on the late night. I can't keep my. Yeah, that song's fire. Elson is really fucking with this song. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's fire too. Ash gets it back. I'm gonna have her record my go crazy challenge. But yeah, I'm sad that I can't, you know, we can't be outside really, really vibing to the song like we want to. But yeah, that's really, you know, that's all we got for the music scene. There's more music. You know what? We might start making playlists. If y'all really vibing with the music, we might start making playlists and put them up on Spotify. You also with the episodes or whatever, put on some Apple music. Um, let us know how y'all feel about that. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got for the music section. Yes. All right. So let's jump into black businesses. So like I was telling you guys about interior design, the fact that I'm coming back to New York, I was like, all right, I want some artwork. And, you know, I have a lot of Pinterest boards and I save a lot of, you know, artwork that I either will try to paint or that I just admire of like black women in different spaces and I was like, all right, let me see who I already follow on Instagram that like I love their artwork already and was sifting through people and then like sifting through who they like were like were the suggestions or whatever. And I came across um, Bria Paint and her stuff is amazing. And I actually just placed an order for two of her pieces she has a lot of artwork of black women and black men and a lot of different like fruits and like very neutral colors and it's just 
when I saw her artwork, it just really connected with me. And I just have like a whole thing that I'm envisioning for my room. So highly, highly recommend checking her out. Her artwork is great. And I think it's a perfect time to support black artists. All right. So follow behind Ash. I'm also going to highlight a black artist for the week. His name is Levert. He's Ghanaian and New York based. If you've seen any of my poems, Black Boy Haiku, anything but play. He is the man behind the cover art. I, uh, you know, tell him like, okay, yo, this is what I have in mind. And he makes it come to life. He's even done my Black Boys Lit logo. So if you take a look at those, go to his page, check out some of his artwork. He's overall dope. And I support black men who are out here chasing their dreams and following their creative passion. So shout out to LeVert. Make sure to yes. check him out. All right. So we covered a lot this week. You know, this is our fifth episode. We have one more left, you know, and that's so exciting. We have been working so hard to like, you know, pursue our passions and create something that's meaningful and helpful to, you know, people in their 20s and just like being black or a person of color, just being in a transitional period. So this last episode is going to be a really amazing one. We have worked really hard to try and give you guys something that will just yes, you know, feed and your give soul you a and season just... that's going to be <laughs> <laughs> like I got the emoji yes. with the steam come out with the nose like <clears throat> like <laughs> <laughs> yes just something that's going to be so fun and a great way to wrap up our little season one mini series so stay tuned keep your eyes out for any hints um, this upcoming week on what is to come we love y'all we appreciate y'all Love y'all, now and always. I shall peace. Bye.